0: I uh, don't know if you noticed, but I noticed a seeming contradiction in the gospel today. And you know, whenever you find something that seems like a contradiction in the Bible, you can be sure that there is buried treasure there. So let us dig for it. This is what I noticed. At the beginning of this parable, we are told that this is a parable about the necessity to pray always without becoming weary. You know, sometimes there are those prayers that you've just got to pray for a long time before God will answer that prayer. We have to be persistent, in other words, in prayer. But at the end of the the parable, the conclusion now that Jesus draws is this. He says, uh, will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night? Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. Now, you see the seeming contradiction there, right? If Jesus is going to answer our prayers speedily, why do we need to be persistent in prayer? Now, let's say right off the bat, of course, that we are not talking about those prayers that are the wrong kinds of prayers. We all know that there are lots of things in life that we pray for that it doesn't matter how long or how hard you pray for that thing, God is never gonna answer that prayer, right? Or rather he does answer it, his answer is no. And that is because God knows us better than ourselves and he is not going to give to us something which is actually not for our good. So we're not really talking about those kind of prayers. Put those aside. There are, though, prayers, things that we pray for that we know are, in fact, God's will. That this is what God wants. And these are the kinds of uh, prayers that create this conundrum for us. Will God answer those prayers speedily? Or do we have to persist in prayer for those things? I think the answer lies within the parable itself. Now, of course, there's only two uh, figures in the parable, really, the unjust judge, and he doesn't seem to throw a whole lot of light on this problem. So it must be the persistent widow. What we know about the persistent widow is that uh, she is so ticked off with the judge that he is afraid that she is going to come and literally beat him up, right? Now, we should uh, imagine that she must not have been this way the very first time that she came to see him. I mean, imagine going to see a judge. You don't come in angry, right? And this man holds your fate in his hands. You come in on your best behavior. So I'm sure the first time that this lady came to see the judge, she was all polite, you know, trying to get into the judge's good graces. Oh, Mr. Judge, I hear you're so good at your job. Please let me uh, tell you my case and you can help me out, right? And then for whatever reason, the judge, maybe he said, I'm too busy. Maybe he said, I don't think your case has any merits. But whatever it was, he said, no, I'm not going to deal with you. Now, for some people, that would have been the end of it right there. Sometimes when we get rejected right off the bat, we're like, well, I just, I'm not going to pursue it anymore. But not this widow, right? She went back again and again and again. And I'm sure the first several times that she went back, she was still polite saying, you know, look at this case again, judge. I think there's real merit here, you know. Give me a hearing. But after going back again and again and again and being rejected every time, she began to get frustrated. She began to get angry. And finally, she came to the day where she went to that judge and she gave him a piece of her mind. She told him exactly what she thought of him and demanded that he do something about her case. And once again, the judge rejected her. Now, for a lot of us, that would probably be the end of it. Because once we have have really given someone our opinion of them, and they still haven't come around to see things our way, we're usually ready to wash our hands of the whole situation. So you know what? I'm just moving past this person. We're not coming back again. But not this widow. She comes back again. And she, this time, is so angry that she is scary. And, you know, and the judge is like, this lady is going to come and hit me. It is only at that point, only at that point, once her uh, attitude, see, this is the thing that really develops in the parable, is the attitude of the widow. Only when it gets to that point does the judge answer her request, answer her prayer. See, and I think that the, the persistent widow, what she represents in this parable is our faith. Because what does Jesus ask at the end of the the gospel? He says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Jesus is saying that our faith has to get to a certain point, has to get to a certain level before God can answer our prayer so that we are ready to receive the answer. Because God knows, you know, sometimes he's going to give us an answer that will be challenging. So he knows our faith needs to be at a certain level. So you see maybe the answer to the conundrum here. Yes, God is going to answer our prayer speedily, immediately, as soon as our faith has reached the necessary level. And how does our faith grow? It is by persisting in prayer. Prayer is what makes our faith grow. And so it all makes sense, right? This seeming contradiction is really a source of great wisdom on prayer. Now, of course, we can't in the month of October uh, stop uh, without saying something about that great prayer which helps our faith grow, the Rosary. The Rosary is such a great prayer for our faith. First of all, because it invites us to reflect upon the mysteries of Jesus' life. And after all, that is the source of all of our faith. All the, the doctrines, all the teachings of the church, they come out of the life of Jesus, out of the, the Bible. So we we get informed in the faith that way when we reflect on them. But more than just the, the knowledge in our head, the rosary also invites us into the faith that comes from our hearts, that trust. Because we come to know the life of Jesus. We really think about his love for us, and that allows us to make that act of faith, that act of trust in the Lord. So the rosary helps us to grow in our faith in that way. Again, of course, there are going to be those times in our life when our faith is down, uh, right? We're, like everything else in life, faith goes up and faith goes down. And uh, C.S. Lewis uh, calls this the, the law of undulation. Like everything in life is up and down, up and down. Well, especially in those moments when we are down. The rosary is so powerful because it is uh, so tangible, right? We, even when we can't meditate so well on the life of Christ, we have those beautiful prayers that make up the rosary. And we finger the beads and uh, it, it, the very formality and physicality of the rosary become like a crutch that get us through, that nurture us through those times when we are down until our faith can once again reach that level where Jesus wants it to be. Finally, the the rosary helps us grow in our faith because uh, it is such an easy prayer to pray as a community. You know, we, we never grow in our faith just on our own, n- not just me and Jesus. We always grow in a special way through our community. That's why we're the body of Christ, part of the communion of the saints. And the rosary, because it, it lends itself to vocal prayer, it brings our families together. It brings our neighborhoods together, our friends together. Uh, it brings our parishes together. It's so great, I think, at some of our masses how we pray the rosary before mass. Because in doing that, we are building up one another's faith. And so if you haven't already developed that practice, the month of October is this time for trying to learn to pray the rosary every day. And even if you know, that's too daunting or you got little children or something like that, you can still at least try to pray one decade of the rosary every day. Form that habit. Because the rosary is a very real way in which we can pray without ceasing, without becoming weary, so that our faith will be built up to the level where Jesus wants it to be and he can answer our prayer speedily.